Quick question. How are you guys? Do you have a take on Snooki getting punched in the face? Oh my God. I mean, it's one of the most iconic reality TV moments ever. Exactly. Uh, That's what brought a lot of people into Jersey Shore. Yeah. I mean, it's it was like awful. I can't even imagine that happening now mm -hmm. on reality TV. Oh, you can't. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, that was what 12 years ago and i still mm -hmm. like i still remember like where i was and i remember almost everything about that first season of jersey shore which is wild yeah, oh no, man your face I, lit up i asked that and you went oh my god yeah the names alone from that show the situation the unit like so holly d <laughs> oh my god it was just and then fantastic. you have regular Vinny. yeah <laughs> Vinny, the most normal one <laughs> right. i um i was listening to a podcast with the casting director from the first mm -hmm. season of it and it was awesome. It was like it was a, a like a Grantland bot podcast back in the day. She said that she basically was like, we did boots on the ground research, and we went to all the bars in the Jersey Shore to see how they would interact in person, and we cast the most ridiculous people at all the bars in like Belmar and all of the like shore towns that had like the people they wanted for the show. <laughs> they so they handpicked yeah from the they, shenanigans that they saw out. In the yeah oh my god they had like the apps and they got down to like the final 20 people and they basically did like boots on the ground research for all final for, uh, of the final 20 i wish i was there for when they they they're just looking at ron in the fucking <laughs> in the bar and just oh like, yeah yes <laughs> yeah hey, you're you're watching him for maybe 15 seconds and you're like yep that's it <laughs> yeah. they saw him dance what and they're like all right we're in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Vinny described him as a roided out dolphin or maybe it was Polly, and that was like the perfect way to sum him up like yep. ever. That's just all I'm picturing that they saw him from afar, the roided out dolphin laughing. How his head iconic was their relationship? Crazy legs. Though. Stop, Ron. I mean, the oh, note. Ryan. The note was the funniest oh, thing. Oh, That's it. The note, dude. <laughs> to let you know, Charlie, we do this thing called a fantasy hall brawl where we like to kind of bring other people into the challenge and have them compete. And honestly, a uh, situation versus Ronnie Hall brawl would be really interesting to see, or maybe just tag team it. You know, you got Ronnie, you got Polly D and Vinny versus Ronnie in the situation, kind of see who would go, you know, who's the anchor. Um, I, I just thought about this right now. Cause mm -hmm. I would like to see these roided up gorillas just go at it and see who TJ, you know, is, is raising their hand at the end and telling them, you know, you didn't have what it takes today, but maybe you'll get them next time. We'll see. There, Snooki versus the other, the other little meatball. <laughs> oh find, my like, god! Everything. Hey, we everything just saw smaller. Amber M in there, so you know she's she's the same size. That was all. <laughs> honestly, incredibly memorable hall, hall brawl. A non-contact <laughs> hall brawl. The way it was so pathetic to the point where Amber B was just using her. Actually, yeah. no, no, no. I'm thinking of when Jenny used D to ring the bell. That was like one of the most iconic hall brawl moments of all time. Just Jenny physically picking her up throwing her into the bell and winning in that fashion. But Amber B almost did the same thing to Amber M. You remember at the end, he, she like pushed her as she hit the bell. Yeah. Amber B has been like sneaky good at most of the competitions yes, this year. For yes, rookie. yes. I don't know why anybody wouldn't want her. I don't yeah. like, I, I don't understand why, like if I was CT, I'd kind of sneakily maybe want her because she can definitely run. She well, went right at Teresa, who is an all-timer. Mm -hmm. and the entire house is like all right amber b is a snake we got to get her out she's a rookie and they still haven't been able to get her out and then they nope. and then the rest of the house just like sort of stopped and they're like all right yeah. whatever she's she's around gosh amber m coming up to her mean like you fall under the category of fake bitches like, yeah and then getting absolutely mopped in that hall just brawl was destroyed just, 
Well, I told you, I told you what they should have did. They should have rearranged the elimination. So if they had Amber B and Amber M and the Darrell Corey elimination had Darrell and Corey in the hall brawl, those both would have been better eliminations for both people. So because they were both uneven on each side of those eliminations, if you looked at them. That's something that we've talked about uh, quite a bit on the season. It's kind of been a theme of a really, really cool concept. You've had really cool challenges, even the eliminations, but the the matchups and the eliminations haven't made them at all too competitive. So you really haven't had too many. Like, I can't believe Darrell and Corey didn't have a tug of war aspect to that. And production knows how this stuff is going to go. Like, That's what I said. They, That's lengthened, what I said. <laughs> they lengthened the bar for the for Big T versus Anissa in that mm-hmm. like it's sort of the hanging upside down challenge thing or elimination. Like they easily could lengthen that obstacle course for Darrell and Corey to make yes, it more aspect of it. Especially because yeah. we know yeah. that we know that Darrell is definitely has more gamesmanship and is probably a better endurance athlete than Corey. Let me ask oh, you a man. question, Charlie. Kyle's veneers. How you feel about him, dog? Yeah, <laughs> I love Kyle. I love all Leroy. I Leroy. Love his Roy Lee. <laughs> his uh, his confessionals, or I guess they're not even confessionals anymore. His interviews, his in the moment interviews, are incredible. And you know that they're like lines given from production, but he yeah. says them oh, yeah. so yeah. well. Yeah, but who do you like more in the confessional? Because that's what I was telling Chris. I'm like Darrell. I'm gonna miss his because he was telling the truth. But it was oh, yeah. the funniest fucking shit, dude. Like when he was talking about Amber M, I don't know what Corey fed this girl, have her all pumped up to go in this elimination when we all know she ain't going to do anything. I'm like, yes, dude. He's all time. Mm-hmm. Every season. Oh, also, gosh. he gets like ruthless around this point in the season every yeah. single time. Like for mm-hmm. decades now, like mm-hmm. people have let him slide because he's like, he's pretty cool, nice guy. And then it's like the final 10. He's in full fucking mode. Every like back to the ruins, all the but, way back in these challenges. You know what, oh my gosh! You know what confused me though? Since we know that CT and Darrell probably should have been working together from the get go, right? Why did CT never talk to him that one episode when he was just like, "Okay, I need Darrell's vote." I'm like, he never came up to him. So I don't think I've no, seen no, no, go ahead. Darrell and CT ever have a conversation ever, 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 ever. And I never get it. I'm like, and dude, CT, you guys could run this. Yeah, and CT's always in his confessionals, like always talking him up too. He's like, yeah. he's like, that's a four-time champ right there, you know. Uh, you know, you gotta he, give respect what it's due. What a limited fake CT! Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, solid Boston mumble. <laughs> you're in a, you're in a tutu, bro. You on a tutu too? <laughs> nah, when he was eating globs of meat, yelling at Kyle. <laughs> I love that we got to see him stress eating. That's such a oh my that's God. such a classic fat dad move, and okay. I loved it. I told Chris, I'm like this. This is how I feel like everyone from Boston eats, like you yeah. know, just slabs of meat while they're yelling. Like <laughs> you're listening to the Cutthroat Podcast. I'm your host Christopher Huerta at Huerta Waco on Twitter. We got my boy here, Xavier Johnson at XCPJ9, yes, and we got sir. two guests joining us today. Um, and we're letting you guys in on a little secret. This is kind of our debut episode, actually. Um. So you, you're here for a, for a special conversation. We've got Barrett Cuts. We've got Charlie Kravitz from ESPN's number one challenge podcast from the BBBBBB podcast from Rate, Subscribe, Review. He's a man of many podcasts. Charlie, go ahead, please, sir. We're glad to have you here. Plug your handle, please. Dude, thank you guys so much for having me. This of is course, awesome. Man. I didn't realize it was a debut. I'm pumped. Anytime I get to talk oh, challenge. Barrett and I recently started talking. I came on 
flower after hours with him. And he was gracious enough to reach out to you and ask if you'd be on this with us. And we just thought, you know what? We cannot pass on this opportunity. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Um, you guys have shouted me out before on what's good. I made some of Eliz's recipes. I was the one who, uh, the guy who got posted on SportsCenter for losing a bunch of weight. So it's very Speak nice to it. meet you. Oh, congratulations, um, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank and you. Thank you. Um, I'm glad you're sorry, a fan of our shows. I mean, like, oh, I love them. I, I love it. Like I've been waiting for somebody to have a challenge podcast. Mm-hmm. And when you guys came about at the right time for total madness, uh, mm-hmm. Billy had already been giving his takes prior about like, like here and there on the Levitard show about war of the worlds too. But we're having a great discussion right now, about the current season of double agents CT's having a ro- that, that roller coaster of a season right now. I don't want to speculate. We've X and I have talked about it that maybe since he's kind of going through something in his personal life that you're kind of seeing it, you know, come out on this season because normally uh, dad bod CT is really reserved. Doesn't make a lot of noise. Doesn't stir up a lot of drama. Plays the fence, and Plays the fence basically. Charlie, let's continue. What are some takes that you have on CT on the current season? Yeah. So, you know, not, this isn't going to surprise you guys, but I've been thinking about CT a lot lately. Um, <laughs> so like, he's, he's one of my favorite reality TV show characters ever because yeah. He's been in my life for almost 20 years and yeah. like he was an asshole and a bad person. He's had a real character arc for sure. He yeah, started yeah. out punching little Adam. Like that was not, that was an all time low. In Paris. And, and even, yeah, Paris, he was a, he was a jerk to so many just strangers. And I was like, you know, he's compelling. I'm so glad he's on my TV, but he was like a, a real asshole. And we got to see personal growth over like a decade. And I was like, it felt like very, very real. So CT sort of like being like, I don't know, slightly more emotionally unhinged this season. I actually like felt bad watching it because I feel like I know him and I feel like his personal life was actually struggling. And that was like what was behind all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just because he, he had even mentioned in those prior seasons, like the duel to losing his brother, um, you know, his brother being shot and kind of him lashing out about that. So that's kind of something that we've definitely talked about because this has just been out of character. And he mentioned it from the start of the season that things in his personal life were a little rocky and kind of seeing how this house is just like, uh, I mean, they're, they're more confined to it than usual. You saw some people in total madness. I mean, partially it was because they're in a poisonous bunker, you know? Yeah. I was going to say the bunker really dirty. So the house is fucked up. Let's just, yeah. But normally, like some of the characters, like their mental health does get affected being in these houses for long periods of time. And I'm sure on this season, it's even heightened being the fact that they can't go anywhere. I mean, yeah, their club, their club is literally on the same grounds as them that, you know, the 80s bubble that they got where the drama kind of goes down. (laughs) X. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to the whole mental health or mental health aspect of everything. I mean, we've already seen three competitors, I believe, leave because of mental health. Like we saw Leo Rush or Leo Green, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers. We also saw Lolo. Um, she was thinking about killing herself. Like, we don't know if it was joking or not, but that was ultimately why behind the scenes, why she actually left, not because of the Olympics, right? Yeah. And so we also had, I believe... I went, well, Natalie, but it was because of a, you know, a yeah. pregnancy situation, but also there have been um, a lot of issues when it came to this season, when it came to mental health that um, even TJ uh, came out and said, you know, first and foremost, we want your mental health to be okay. So I believe like 
it has been excused this season, including, um, you know, it is COVID while this is happening. So because of that, they couldn't go anywhere. They had to make that awesome ass like snow globe that they're <laughs> over here drinking in. But it's still on the premises. It's like they yeah. just walk like probably like 20 feet away to get to there. So you can see CT kind of breaking down, but then like also being the old CT at the same time, which is a really interesting thing. I, I equate it kind of to uh, the demise of Kara a few seasons ago. Like, you know, um, I would say, what was it? Total Madness was the last one or was it? Uh, no, or the Worlds. Or the Worlds. Or the Worlds too. You kind of saw her going down that same arc as CT's going down right now. So I just, but you know, that was all poly related. I still don't think it's being mentioned enough though, how good of shape he's in this season. Oh, he he's looks great. Fin- yeah. He looks phenomenal. On War of the Worlds 2, he had lost 30 pounds from the start of that season towards the end yeah. of it. And you can see, but he yeah. already looks like he's like, 10 pounds lighter than what he finished on that season. And for Fessy to come out of here with that tutu talking all that trash. What has Fessy done? I'll tell you, What's he I'll done? tell you why he did that after Charlie goes, go ahead, my man. Oh no. Yeah. I was going to say like, I mean, totally agree. There was the scene in our, in the last episode, you got to see CT running on the treadmill when Nani had the, uh, the quote that was like, you know, Fessy's oh. the type of guy who will hire a hitman. CT will kill you with his bare yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is exactly right. And also like, it's the best shape he's been in, in like five years. And you could like, you could, that was his big mistake on total madness. He went into that house and he went into the, like mm-hmm. the second elimination. It's like CT, we know that you're, you're Shaq. You got to play yourself into shape in the regular yeah. season. Like you don't need to go in there until you're in great shape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and that, and that's why blame I mean. the, blame the skulls on that. Right. I think the really, the only, okay. You, you came with some hot takes. Here's my hot take. I don't like the skulls. I did it first. It made people volunteer to go into eliminations because Mm -hmm. that was like a big goal of it. But the more that I think about it, it feels pretty arbitrary. No. Well, if I could say, I can see that. I I understand that as well. But I think uh, one thing that we definitely wanted to talk to Charlie about was the alliance factor in the in the challenge over the last few seasons has gotten a little it's kind of gotten out of hand. If you go back to War of the Worlds 2, you really see how the Alliance game really warped that season, took over that season. You had rookies that weren't going into elimination. You had, it was supposed to be the UK versus the US, but you had people within the UK working with people on the US and they were just screwing over their teams, challenge after challenge. And it was making for, uh, it just wasn't as fun of a season and it wasn't as competitive when you're coming off of War of the Worlds 1 which was just an all-time season. Mm. Uh, all the challenges were badass. All the eliminations, badass. The final was the hardest final ever. And I don't know if, it, if, if they'll ever be able to touch it. If they do, dear God, you know, for the people that have to compete in that one. But I just think that the Skulls kind of, they came in and I think it's their time to go maybe for the next couple of seasons, but they were a countermeasure to how alliances have been kind of strung out. And you're, and you're seeing some of the big some of those big names with alliances on this season, you have Ashley cam, the big brother Alliance doing what they're doing. Cam is an all time Alliance former. She is one of the best social game performers in the game ever. You know, we we've talked about it. She's great at eliminations, great at daily challenges. Hasn't shown up at all in finals. Yeah. So the thing about, I I could not agree with you more about the alliances because the, the, the problem that I have with it is like what we have now 
is basically the alliances are deciding who wins the daily challenges and then who goes into eliminations. Um, whereas like when, when the daily challenges really meant something, when there was a, whether it was a cash reward or a power reward for winning those, um, the game was a lot more balanced yeah. and you actually had alliances based on trying to win rather mm-hmm. than just like going into it, controlling the daily, then controlling who goes in. So like, I could not agree with you more. Um, I don't mind the skulls, but the problem is I think now they've realized that like production is going to win no matter what. So yeah. like they're going to give everyone a chance who matters to get a skull. Like no matter what, they're going to give the mm-hmm. CTs, Johnny's, uh, you know, Durrell. yeah, yeah, Durrell's, Kara's. They're going to always have a chance to get a skull. They would never let those people be left out to dry at the end of the season to sort of walk off the sand before the final and be like, you never had an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how much weight they actually hold. Um, it's just sort of a timing game of picking the right elimination that works, works for these guys. Um, so yeah, more than anything for me, it's just about val- making the dailies more valuable. Cause that's like, that used to be the best part is like, you'd see the yeah. guys actually compete. There'd be two real competitions an episode. Now it's really just one, uh, with the elimination. Speaking of the daily challenges, uh, we've, we've seen some really awesome ones since they've, I, I don't know if they were able, if production was able to just, you know, save money and because of the pandemic and kind of allocate those funds someplace else, or they just got an updated budget, but man, the, the spy theme of this season has been badass, And I love, yeah, you always need water no matter what. Like I hate when they have the, the problem with last season is they had a location where there's no water. Water is almost essential to daily challenges and making them extremely fun. Two part, two part things on two, two, two answers to this one. First of all, yes, water is essential. Less cold weather seasons, more warm weather seasons, yes. more showmances, yes. better weather. Yeah. Uh, you get all, Thailand, you get all, like the pool scenes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but second of all, what conspiracy theory here? TV production theory. My favorite. They went to Iceland <laughs> mid COVID. Tourism stuff had to be cheap as shit. Like they're definitely like, there's no tourism skydiving in Iceland or swimming between the tectonic plates. And these people were probably like, this is amazing. And they got everything at like a quarter price of what they would have in the, in a normal season. I was wondering that exact thing. Cause I was like, how are they, how did like, they have the budget for this many planes, this yeah. many helicopters. <laughs> like this is insane. Yeah. I was thinking that. It came thing. in a helicopter <laughs> with explosions. Oh. It looked like goddamn that was the best. in WWF dude. It looked like remember, how they opened it. Whoever, <laughs> Nom, remember Nom? whoever films this yeah. show is incredible <laughs> with like the pyro budget and all that stuff. They're incredible at how they act. The visuals of the show. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Pyro TJ? has been on point last two years. Yeah. Give us pyro. Has. Hashtag give us yeah. pyro, dude. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> TJ's glow up though has been amazing. My girlfriend just started watching the show during the pandemic. And to see her go from like making constant remarks on TJ and his sandals to like looking at him in his peacoats pea now coat, with his uh, you know, nice little walking TJ. boots, hair all slicked back. He's got a final now that he didn't have before. <laughs> that's one it's of my favorites. Qualified to run final. my final. Yeah, that's what, it's in my bio. It's in my bio that I hope to compete in TJ's final one day. Oh man. What was, uh, what was Kyle saying on the most re- recent episode? I got to take it to TJ's final. Oh man. Uh, I do, uh, honestly, my limited Kyle is much better when it's just saying Leroy. Leroy. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Leroy and Cam. And Cam. The killers. I, honestly, the best, the best part about Kyle besides his veneers is the fact that he makes deals with everyone in the house and then gets pissed off when they 
turn on him when they renege on those deals yeah (laughs) knowing full well he would do it to them but since they did it to him first like he gets so pissed off and it was just so funny to see him call out fessy for like an episode and a half you're a pussy you're a pussy fessy don't even know no, 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 no. You got to remember, man, he kept on voting in Fessy and Anissa. He was the only one. So every time that they showed like the names of people or the faces of people, you would never see Kyle's face because he was always <laughs> voting in Fessy. And then when him and Anissa won, let's throw in CT against Daryl. That would be funny. Their stupid faces. You know, like he's all about the pettiness. And that's. I always tell my girlfriend, I'm like, that's probably what I would do, though. Like, it's like, you know, that you have to try to take your way away from, like, you know, like, they did me dirty. Why can't I do that to them? That's what his game is. He is a, he wants to watch the world burn. He's Joker, dude. I got real quick. Let me do a a fantasy hall brawl for you. We got, um, we got Billy Gill versus Zoe. Who are you taking in a hall brawl? They're padding up. They got the helmets on. Uh, I'm really sorry, Zoe. You are being used to ring the bell by Billy. Billy's an athlete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy's an athlete. B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-
he thinks that like being aloof is like a personality and saying nothing. And he's just so contrived. And every single time, like, he's like, I'm sensitive. I'm shy. It's like, no, you're not arrogant. And quiet is not did he say that? I was just saying, how many people has he said that to? He, I mean, it's just like, come on, dude. But can we talk about Nelson just watching his back and looking at Fessy and Corey hugging? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> how pissed would you be, dude? But but the thing is, is all like Nelly T more than anything wants Corey to win a million dollars for Corey and his family. So he's gonna, he's going to forgive Corey for, you know, always he's on Fessy's good side. You always. know, we we got to talk to Fessy and Nelson on that. Nelson, coolest guy ever. Nicest guy ever. We had like he would have spent an hour and a half with us after like he actually had PR commitments that day. And we were like, you know, fledgling podcast and Nelson would have spent an hour with us just shooting the shit talking about like his car co- like when he was in college stuff at the challenge mm-hmm. bessie was just like the most aloof person ever he was like yeah <laughs> i gotta drive down to miami to hang out with josh in a little bit um answered no questions all i wanted to do when we had, when we had fessy on our podcast was i had all these stats printed out of fessy versus george kittle college stats uh-huh. he, had better, <laughs> he had better stats to the tight end mm-hmm. and he was just not about it he didn't Break want to number 32 questions Number three, number thirty-two. Yeah, we he also forget. sort of lied about his height. Like he kept, he said he was measured two inches taller at the combine than he than he was, and he was. Like, oh, isn't he six three? How tall? Six three, right? He was like six three and a half at the combine. He kept on saying he got measured over six five, um, and I was like, uh, okay, I guess this website is wrong for this. But you know, Charlie, uh-huh. I'll give him this when him and uh, CT were going at it. Yeah. He did look like he was 6'5", and CT yeah. was like f- six foot. Like, you yeah. know, he did look tall, like, compared to CT. So that's why I'm like, how tall is he really? 6'3"? And and you told me that uh, CT is six foot. So Yeah, yeah, so, yeah he's only six foot, yeah. and, and which, It was the like, tutu that made him look bigger, dog. <laughs> I want the two of them in the final so bad because Fessy thinks that you can just run yeah. out ahead in, in a burst of speed and just, you know, think you can just – Use all your energy in one go. And CT knows the importance of pacing. And that's going to come out in the final. Charlie, you 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 have something to give on this. I can see it's it. It's one of the things that's driven me nuts about Fessy since last season is like, yes, the challenge is in a lot of ways is individual. Like all of these seasons are individual team games. But like he is such a bad teammate mm-hmm. every single time. Like he's since for the last three seasons, he sprints out ahead of his partner in whatever they do. Donnie talking about him. And it's, but it's completely useless. Everyone knows that he's big and strong and fast. He's not impressing anybody. And all he's doing is hurting his team. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the most like empty calorie stats possible to be like, I, I won that 40 yard dash. That was completely useless before I sucked at this puzzle. Yeah. And that's the thing that's funny too, is him saying CTM just as great at puzzles and math as you and everybody knows it. It's like, how do we know it? When have we ever seen like you struggled on math and puzzles in three feet of snow. That doesn't, that didn't take any running or anything. You let bananas pass you up in the last final because of math and puzzles. And like the most basic arithmetic. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. some of the easiest math and the easiest puzzles finals have ever, finals ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I wanted to say was like Charlie said in the past two seasons that we've seen him, and I've told you, Chris, he hasn't really had to do anything because of what he looks like. He yeah. looks like, you know, a modern day version of CT, right? However, 
if you go back and look at every single episode he's ever been on, we've never actually seen him compete in the daily because of some weird reason. Either Anissa, uh, when it came to that mini challenge, whether it be kicking um, the oxygen tank out of Nani's mouth, <laughs> we haven't really seen him compete. Like, you know, so we haven't really ever seen Fessy to his full potential. Even in eliminations, what I was telling Chris was the two eliminations he's done was the first one was against Jordan. And we all knew that was fucked up and a disadvantage, right? And the second one was against Nelson and he was completely blindsided. He, he didn't even have time mentally to prepare for that. So for me, the challenge that like encapsulates Fessy, I don't remember if you remember this one last year, was the night challenge where they had to run and fill up trash cans. Yeah. Um, and then yes. deadlift the trash can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember was, that because Anissa was, you know, came in last. That was yeah. But like you have Fessy, who's ostensibly like the strongest guy they've ever had on the show. Uh, going against Josh and Corey. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's rather than like actually compete in that, he promised both Josh and Corey he would he would bring them into the trifecta or whatever yeah. their whatever their council was that chose the chose the people going in the next week. It's like, dude, if you are gonna be this like CT person, carry the bucket more than Josh or Corey. Win the competition. Don't yeah. negotiate the deal, then backstab both of your best friends. He always that was one of the finds a way to not compete, and I think it's it's interesting because I've never seen this before. Yeah, him being with, tied like, to Anissa was really funny, though. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, X, but oh, him no, being tied fine. to Anissa this season was just perfect because you could just tell how much it was burning a hole in him. When it got to the point where like it was the eating challenge, and then we got to see like, oh, maybe Teresa isn't the worst act, you know, actor in the house. It's actually Fessy trying to sell how much he can't eat that food. I got another fantasy hall brawl for Charlie. Settle this right now. Battle of the Chris's. Chris Witty versus Chris Cody. In hall brawl? Hall brawl. (laughs) This is, this is, I've never met Whittingham in person. So that's, that's tougher for me. But Chris Cody, good athlete and also sneaky big guy sneaky big he doesn't get any love but yeah. like agile his hands are agile giant. very agile dude's big. he's a good athlete i know uh so like I, I played softball with with charlie hume who's a very good athlete and he was always like chris is really really good at softball can really move really play so like i, I you know i'm not really picking against chris in any of the shipping container like physical <laughs> physical competitions so like sorry chris whittingham i'm sure you're you know very tough, Little and I'm disclaimer. sure you would. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I gotta go with Cody. <laughs> okay, we got. Uh, what about uh, Mike Ryan versus Skip Bayless? Oh my god! <laughs> so obviously, my heart wants Mike to win. Skip, Skip is fucking annihilating him. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta say it with Shan Sharp voice. Skip, Skip, Skip. Skip. <laughs> um, no, Dude, I mean, he's I, rolling through him. Mike's Mike's high center of gravity. Mike's like a real six three six four, and and Skip is jacked. Um, you know, I, I I think Skip has a big time strength advantage on Mike. Oh man, is it kind of like a? Are we looking at a Tory versus Jenny situation yeah. where where Skip's going to kind of get the the lower end of it and sneak out through the bottom? Yeah, man. I think you know, mass plus gas is going to be tough for it's going to be tough for Mike in that. Mass one. plus gas. I like that. Okay, we got uh, we got Roy versus Bomani. 
Wait, what are you doing there? What? We got <laughs> we got quiet versus outspoken. We got very <laughs> stoic into himself, and then we got one of the most well thought out human beings on podcasting today going at it in a hall brawl. You know, Bomani would dominate the challenge in so many ways. Like I can, I'm just imagining him <laughs> in the puzzle in the final. Oh, oh he God. would laugh at it. He would let other people <laughs> like get close to finishing it just to like mess with them. Yeah. And like we 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 talk a lot because like I'll do and and trust me, I'm not good at them, but I do crosswords and stuff. And he'll he's into Sudoku right now and he's like annihilating Sudokus as we're getting ready to set up taping. So like I think Bomani would be great at a lot of things in 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 the challenge. And he is he's working out now. He's doing yoga, he's lifting weights for the first time. Okay, okay. See some uh, of those shirtless picks, yeah. But he is so lanky and skinny and not built for a hall brawl. <laughs> like he was wow, so, so Roy. So yeah. you're going Roy? I am. And like the ranch Dorito diet. Yeah. Like it's just purely, I'm just like taking it, thinking back to like who's gonna get lowest and, and drive through there. And like what it's all about, dude. Yeah, that's like, the key, man. But you know, I got Bulani on that. I'm I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I'm I think he's gonna find a way to shock. Yeah. And to be, and to be, to, to be fair, I haven't seen Bo since he's been working out. So mm-hmm. he could be like more Jack than I realized, but like, he, you know, he was you know, president of the skinny arm army before, before uh, <laughs> you see me over here. I'm yeah. just like over here. I got him. Another fellow skinny man. <laughs> Can we talk about we got- how much Chris looks like uh, Zach right now though? Do I look like oh, Zach yeah. from the earlier seasons? Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep on looking at him. I'm like, dude, I'm talking to fucking Zach. The dude, one that you OG. did. You... Oh, you Don't just leave it there. Paint the picture. <laughs> so <laughs> I gotta got stand up and play. He even got like the challenge kind of shirt on. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Like, he looks like he's ready to compete right now. No graphics. I was... <laughs> I was looking for some Under Armour, but I couldn't find any for the for the pod. I was trying to get in the, you know have the right setting on you know, i always feel like you need some good under armor gear on and doesn't zach watch. have glasses too yeah same like the that's, same yeah, glasses that's true that's <laughs> same true glass. he does. <laughs> he we'll just never see married. him again we'll never see him again <laughs> i hope not dude oh my god oh, when man, jenna yeah. was on there and he was just calling would take out the retainer to yell at her via facetime not a great <laughs> look for a guy zach <laughs> I mean, that's one of the problematic things about the challenge that like they've oh, when you look of. back at the history dude. oh god bananas and like zach and like oh they were the, the, so misogynistic in the early mm-hmm. 2000s and oh, i mean god yeah you want to talk about kenny and evan and why they're not on there so yeah. you know you before we do before we do wrap up we're going to do a little uh mount greg more of the challenge but first let's kind of talk about predictions for the finals a lot's been made about the partners that they're with right now and I'm kind of thinking, I'm of the belief that this season's going to be similar to a free agents final where they're going to switch with different people through different stages of the finals and keep individual times on each competitor. That's I'm, I'm firmly in that camp and I'm, I'm more and more thinking that's the way that how the final is going to play out. You're going to have to work with everyone. You know, you're not going to just be tied to your partner. So, I, you know, uh, what what do you think? What predictions do you have, Charlie? So the big predictions I have is that they're going to start doing partner eliminations and they're going to try and they're, they have to have a double next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is the first thing like that. There has to be at least one team versus team. The second thing is, is that like, I think they're going to try if I'm production, 
I'm trying to somehow put either Leroy or Cam's team in in trouble so that you can get Leroy and Cam together to run the final together. If I'm producing mm. the show, that's the most interesting thing. Mm. You've got Cam, who's the best player in the game, Leroy, who's never won, who's had this dream season, and they're they're in a relationship. So I'm I'm predicting them running the final at some point together. And then the other thing is is like the whole COVID aspect of producing this in Iceland has got to be weird because like they're going to have limited options of how they like take over massive spaces to make these guys run. But I think it's going to be like, I think it's going to be really hard. Cause like, I know there are moon, like sort of moonscapes in Iceland, gigantic peaks. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a classic hiking final where they're oh, like sure. yeah. miserably cold and hiking and stuff. Swimming and too, yeah. swimming too, which is yeah. not fair for my black people out there. <laughs> <laughs> we only saw, I mean, the, I've been saying this throughout the whole season, Charlie. Like, I'm like, this is not good for the Blacks. This is not good for us. <laughs> because Leroy actually shocked the world when he won that. I don't think he won that one. I, or I think Leroy won that one. I don't think Kyle and Anissa actually won that one. My prediction is that there's going to be, it's going to narrow down to three, three yeah. girls, three guys. I don't know how they're going to do that. The double elimination, I think, is perfect for that. Um, but at the same time, I just told Chris also that I think it's going to be individual at the end. They're just going to throw a major curveball and be like, okay, off you go. Yeah. And that's how it's going to end. And Casey versus Cam is going to be for the girls. Obviously, I think everyone else is playing for third place. Um, and I got Fessy versus uh, – we finally got Fessy versus CT to see who's going to do it. And we obviously have – I have CT probably yeah. doing something, doing damage in this, or I may have Corey sneak up on it. Yeah, I sneaky think that, God, I hope he doesn't get hurt. I hope his back doesn't go out. But I really think that, that Leroy and CT are the two best bail players left in this game. Yeah, I, I'm, like, I agree. That's I, I exactly think- where my prediction is. I think production might lean things in CT's favor, but Leroy, man, it seems like he's the clear favorite as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They've set it now, up that way. It the comes to swimming, yeah. dog. I'm telling you, the swimming's gonna change <laughs> that for him. And I think Corey, I, th- I'm telling you guys, Corey is the most freshest because he hasn't had to compete this season. It's true. I, I'm never gonna. So, I'm ne- you know why since, he's doing this? He's doing this for his kids. Ever since Invasion of the Champions uh, in that final, where Nicole and Corey couldn't count how many triangles were in that <laughs> so one puzzle, Corey out. I have ne- I, I, I've lost like all confidence in Corey in finals, like because of that like it was so bad they started like counting triangles within the the letter a thinking that that counted as well it was just awful, awful if Corey awful stays with cam they're winning you know cam is such an x factor because she's exactly. like up there with like emily schramm and laurel yes. Yes. as like, yes. like some of the most dominant female competitors or just competitors period the challenge has ever had like i think cam is by far and away the mvp of this season she's annihilated everyone she needs a she just she needs a win under her belt to kind of yeah. cement that for her as one, just one of the greatest like competitors in the game just because her social game is all time undefeated never lost in, in the show and it's just been like fantastic to watch her like from the very get go get the game well that like, she great, showed up and she showed up and she was ready to play oh no I was gonna say that's a great segue into the Mount Gregmore let's go ahead and, and get your Mount Gregmore of the challenge um. Let's get your top five, you know, your top five for us, please. Since Barrett and I have had this conversation and we need something settled for us here from you, you sir. Give us There's your top five. There's only one person to settle it. There's, this is the only so, person. 
Are we doing top five guys, top five girls? I was about to ask that. Oh, I, let's go top oh, five. Man. You I know what? Let's do both. Okay. Let's just okay. do both. I mean, I top five all time. Cara is going to have to be in there, but we, let's do both. Okay. So, guys, I'm going. Bananas has to be on there. Mm-hmm. Jordan's on there. Alton's on there. Landon's on there. CT's on there. Mm. Ooh, you said Landon. Jordan before so many names. Uh, Jordan, I think, is he's like the highest, he's got the highest PR, the highest war. He's the most efficient player in the I history. Told you, <laughs> I told you, Barrett. I said they had the stats guy on the podcast, and the stats guy confirmed that man won three finals in a row mm-hmm. and he went to four finals through six seasons. He's the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, I just think I just he, got on. by the way, I don't know if you if you follow Jordan on Instagram, but he's gonna be ready next season. Oh, yeah, he's running ready. triathlons. He's He's ready oh, to go. Man. He's, he's actually he's on a three season band. Uh, oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah because of some Naya of the stuff thing. that happened with Naya. So yeah. uh, I, I can't wait for him to come back though. Because yeah. uh, I think honestly, one of the one of the best ways to sum up Jordan as a competitor is how you guys talked about how bananas and Wes needed to get him the hell out of the house and total madness. Yeah. Like they knew how much of a threat he is and they needed to get him out. Uh, what are your top way, five girls? Though. Not in that way, though, dude. Not in that way. Against Fessy in a pole wrestling. I'm like, yeah. even they knew that was fucked up. Because it, it was brutal. Per, per that, like, whenever they cast the next season, obviously you have CT and Fessy again for big guys. But I actually hope they bring back Marlon or even would bring back Zach. Just guys who are as big I, as Fessy so that he can't pretend that he's bigger than everyone. I want Marlon back so I want Marlon back so bad. Neither of these guys have seen Rivals too. So they it's haven't amazing. seen Marlon compete. He is fantastic. And he's just met, he's really great for, for reality TV too. Yeah. I mean, he, I advise you guys I, I, to go on Reddit and look at um, some of the rookies that they're thinking on bringing in for the guys. And some of them look kind of yoked. That's all I'm going to say. So, you know, Fessy, I think they're trying to bring people to match Fessy. Yeah. Well, I think you should. Cause like he, mm-hmm. he's just, you know, hiding based on size. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I think they're trying to bring some heavy hitters from uh, the UK. I don't know survivor or, or love island or some shit but yeah i've seen some some yoked ass dudes on there uh if you guys want to go check that out definitely <laughs> yeah, um, top five girls charlie uh emily shram yep um laurel Cara maria i'm gonna put cam on there thank you Ooh, thank and, you and my fifth one i'm trying to think who's, who, who should i put fifth can I, there's, can I there's only a, one a there's a correct answer here there's a correct yeah. answer here charlie You're am i just forgetting right. someone off the top of, of yeah of, uh, evelyn. i'm gonna say you are evelyn evelyn yeah. <laughs> evelyn for sure sorry all of us were like evelyn <laughs> oh my god i was i mean honestly i was close to saying sarah rice so i'm glad i said evelyn because oh, sarah yeah, was great a, sarah's right there too i would sub out cam for sarah uh for sarah just because of the finals wins yeah but yeah i think evelyn's like honestly like the bo jackson of yeah. of the challenge like she, she came in <laughs> her time was so short but only cut like coming in from like 18 to 21 and absolutely just demolishing a lot of the competition i mean her performance on the island alone was just yeah. fantastic she was only like 20 years old yeah it yeah. was crazy and, and also point. like i think i cut out the uh i didn't give the miz or jody any love with because it's almost like the the, the bill russell wilt chamberlain era like the, <laughs> the competition was so much worse that i, I don't care that you won every season <laughs> Well, that's where Darrell's coming from. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, you know, like in a race, come on, y'all. Like, yeah. but he had, he had fresh meat one and that was a hard final. Oh yeah. They had, a, they had to carry a lot of weight in fresh meat. And that was a tough, tough ass final. Oh, I think God. this, 
I think this um, this new one, this All Star season, is tailor made for Darrell against Mark Long. We're gonna yeah. finally see it. We're gonna finally see it. Mark Long is All right. huge now. Oh, bro. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's, he's ready to fight too. the Miz, dude. I'm scared for him. WrestleMania. All right, <laughs> All right Charlie. We're gonna let you uh, get going, but uh, w- real quick, Dan versus Dana White, Hall Brawl. Oh, you know what? Dana is jacked, and he's in way better shape. And I should, I should pick Dana. I should. Like my my head knows I should. Dan's give it to us. Huge. Dan is <laughs> Dan's taking Dana in the whole oh, brawl. That's I what go. I'm talking about. I equated okay. this one to Fessy versus CT in a hall brawl. Like, you know, yeah. it could go either way, dude. Yeah. It could. <laughs> Dan is Dan's a big dude. Yeah. He's a big dude. At, and like he, I think he's like sneaky a fighter. I think in his youth yeah. he was a sneaky bar fight guy. He yeah, talked he about, he talked about he was a fighter yeah. until he wasn't. Yeah. And he got his ass beat that one time and it yeah. was all done, but he was undefeated till that time. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So surprise sneak, uh, hall brawl real quick. It's March madness. We got coach K versus coach Calipari. Who's who's winning in the, when they're padding up. Oh my God. I coach coach Cal. Yeah. Coach, coach Cal. Cal. Yeah. Coach Cal is <laughs> annihilating coach K coach K is faking a back injury and lying down in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you I'll so much. The next time. Really- yeah, thank you, man. Yo, guys, you have to bring me back after the final. I, uh, of course, I we demand would, it. Would love to. I demand yes. it. You are coming on after the final. We're also gonna we'll talk all stars by then. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of see how much of a shit show that season is with all those forty year olds kind of hitting <laughs> the water from thirty feet. Uh, but thank you so much, dude. We really appreciate you coming on with us, and we will gladly have you back after the final. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you. Give everybody um, where they can find you. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find me uh, reading questions at 2.30 on ESPN on Highly Questionable. And I'm on Twitter at uh, ckravitz17, spewing uh, NBA and challenge takes. There we go. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, X, if you have the chance, mystery create, uh, rate, subscribe, review. They have a terrific podcast out. I miss Elas, though, man. Yeah, right. I miss, that damn embargo. I miss Elas so Elis much. Too. It was I remember one like, of the only episodes I saw of Total Madness was that fucking wild shit where they were up on two wheels on the car and somebody had to radio in the numbers from the mm-hmm. backs of the yeah. signs and all yeah. that. And like, I'm sitting there the whole time just mind blown that this, I, I get the relaying the message part is kind of tricky, but the guy hearing it and like, and he gets Doing to it. have a physical thing in front of him. How do you fuck that up? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, even this last this last episode, they had them jumping out of a plane and they had to look at a puzzle, get down and then run for half a mile and just do the puzzle. And it took them like what? Less than a minute to do. Yeah. It was like it, very it, easy. That was the crazy that was the one that y'all were talking about. The easiest one in show history, almost math wise. No, the easiest. No, there was some. I'm trying to think. There's, no, I feel uh, the, like just, just like 30 minutes ago, Charlie happened. was saying that something was like the easiest arithmetic he's seen on the show. Oh, man. No? Did well, I, think it was, I, think it, I think it might have been the, the math that they did in the final with Fessy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that what it was. was yeah, because they had a goddamn blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the toughest part of that one was just trying to be able to see. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Hey, hey the, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab another beer. And then, I'll grab one. Uh, I'm going to grab one too. Don't go, go stunner it.
<laughs> the universe is funny sometimes. You're right. That's what I'm saying. It's fucking yeah. No, it's uh, it like that was when I. So I don't know if he told you this, X. When so we've got our group chats, and then we've also got like subgroup chats. Uh huh. And me and Pal killed the subgroup chat talking about the challenge, <laughs> and so then we went to just DMing each other, and we went on for like hours, like three four hours, and. Uh, I hit up Charlie like, you need to settle this fucking Jordan debate right now. That's how this all think, started. I, that's yeah, I don't, I don't think Jordan needs started. to be like this. And he thought that I was hitting him up for a podcast. And at the same time, like, it was all just at the exact same time. And I'm like, yeah. dude, hold on. Let me ask Charlie. Like, he thinks that he's trying to get on right now. You Like, this. let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> so you got bananas, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just <laughs> absolutely. I have. You can't. You heard how when he when the question when he first started, he said, first off, bananas. You he have can't, to. Can't you not have say to. It. But then him going Jordan too, my mind was blown. That's a victory for you, pal. Well, all right. So you guys kind of set it up though, because you guys said Mount Gregmore. If you guys said who's the all-time guy, then it would have been like, you know. Well, so that was my argument. I was saying that, like, prisoner of the moment, Jordan can't be a top, a top, like, one of the elites yet. So that that was the argument. It wasn't the number one. It was just, like, the Mount the Rushmore. Top Does uh, he make the Mount Rushmore? Yeah, you got to give it to him Mount on the Mount Rushmore, but, man, you have to. I mean, shit. Stats don't lie. He's just a dick of a person, but, you know, like – I mean, so is you know, bananas, so like you, you know, know what it is? Wes, Wes, honestly, Wes is the biggest asshole. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. He's yeah. a passive aggressive yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Wait, you, I don't know how much I don't know how much total madness you saw, Barrett. Uh, but on the pre wait, on the you turn to a robot again. What's up? You, you turn into a robot. robot. Oh man, come on. Am I still a robot? No, you're good. No, man. I've so I've seen uh like three or four hours of total madness. Okay, because there was a there was some with Wes and Jordan. There I was saw a particular that where moment. Jordan's got the salami in his face and shit. That yeah, <laughs> Wes was like real. That's when Wes turned into like a real dick. You could see like like you pissed him off. And, that was real Wes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was real Wes. Yeah, we also saw real Wes with uh, on War of the Worlds. There was this guy Bear, and Bear was just fucking. Getting Bear was under on his... Total Madness, right? Yeah, yeah. Bear yeah. was also on Total Fucker, Madness. So... Dude, Bear, that motherfucker. Was like you wanted to hate him, but it was so hard to. I yes, that's why I said I'm like I fucking love Bear. I loved him more than Kyle. Like you know, like because he was just an arrogant fuck, dude. Like I love that shit. But you have to solve something for me and Chris. Was Wes roiding back in the day? I say he was. You're talking back in the day, like Inferno, the Duel, those days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said he was roiding. Because when he came back, he was so much slimmer, right? See, I, I just don't thought know it... if he was that. I don't. So I, I have a big gap in between, you know, uh, Battle of the X's and Total Madness. Mm-hmm. There's there's a huge gap there. Um, well, if so you, I don't uh... think Wes was on Battle of the X's. Has he had a showmance? No, he he was on Battle. Right? He was on X's. Yeah, he uh. It actually, if you look at Wes, by the time he's on Rivals and on X's, he had already lost the muscle. 
he wasn't he wasn't ripped and he wasn't ripped and jacked anymore. He got really really All right, lean. Hold on, let me. I gotta go look at some pictures. I'm gonna go. I'll settle this this for y'all objectively. <laughs> Thank you. We need someone a third person, dog, because I'm like he was roiding, dude. Like he was roiding back in the day. So we'll just go uh, fucking Inferno one. That's we'll go that for his roid days. Yeah. Or, okay. So, so I didn't even have to go and search for him in other seasons. Apparently, this is enough of a discussion that there are side-by-side images of Wes already put together. Perfect. It's kind of damning. <laughs> it's kind of damning. He was right. And I don't want to tarnish him like that because he really is like, that next tier, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's yeah. on Greg Moore, but he's that guy. Mm-hmm. But Dude. yeah, his you can. There's no delts. They're like the the They're trap gone. belt area. Speak on it. It's Speak not there. It. Speak on it. It's I kind of that's kind of where my vote is. He's right. Here was here was here was my uh my argument around that time. He was less focused on, on competing on the challenge and he started investing a lot in other things. So I just thought it was a thing of he was not really like into fitness as much as he was prior. And it was more of a now that he's into investing, he just doesn't have the time to work on his peak physical condition like he used to. No, That's what, what I was thinking. Stop yeah, taking roids. But, then, but when then you got these pictures of bearded Wes. And Bearded West is kind of looking naturally cut. Like Bearded West looks like he's working out, but he's not looking jacked like jacked like he was, right? Yeah. yeah. Those That's delts. Possible. I'm looking at these delts right now, and it's like West is a mean looking motherfucker for five nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's and he hasn't won really a a, a season since the Roy days. I mean, shit. I got it. I got it pulled up right here. I can time he won <laughs> let's break it down dog oh my god people magazine even talked about you're right this has been enough of a discussion i was like that's it i gotta google it myself rivals but people magazine two. rivals too yeah rivals two in 2013 so like right as i was falling out him and ct that the really all-time was, greatest teams yeah that re- and that was honestly that was the turning point for ct because yeah, you saw him against a real heel like West, the conniving fucking West that he is. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, honestly, that uh, you told me to do do a little homework thinking about my favorite episodes and stuff. Roided out West was good content. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and when I think challenge, straight up, like the first thing that comes to my head every single time is real world road rules challenge the duel and he won <laughs> yeah. that one he won that one so, and that was a hard season to win too yeah it was that was a yeah. that was a great season mm-hmm. oh my if you, god some of wes's best seasons are the seasons like the duel fresh meat one some of those earlier ones where he was just peak cocky like his peak cockiness with his with him being in peak shape oh man mm-hmm. like like god damn that was just like perfect wonderful and everybody that he was fighting with on that season just like lent itself out to have further drama through the seasons throughout like Wes was pivotal in the show not getting canceled 
Yeah. If you, if you think about it, like he was that, that er, that first early on villain that was just perfect for that. And that's kind of like when, when, uh, when Devin first came on the challenge, I was hoping that Devin, since he was just like Wes with his mouth, I was really hoping that he would be the next Wes, but, but he doesn't work you know, out. Yeah. It hasn't worked out. Cause he just, he's not the, the same competitor. He doesn't have the same physique, the same athleticism that, that Wes had. Uh, yeah, and I wanted to about, ask Charlie about that. The th- That's the thing about Wes that you can't knock like dude smart. Dude mm-hmm. knows how to play backstabbing game as well as like beat you up front in a, in a fucking pole wrestle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like old West, old West. Yeah. Oh man. One of the rounded. Mm-hmm. He had, he had some great pole wrestling moments because he's been in multiple ones of eliminations. He lost to Leroy, but he has the single coolest uh, move ever done in a, in a pole challenge. He, when he was facing Leroy, he knew he didn't have much of a chance in, in it. So right off the back, he was like, I have to get this from him right away. And he did this like ninja move. Alligator. Where he, he jumped straight into Leroy with like his, like all, like his whole upper body and like twisted mm-hmm. in the air and did like a 180 like front flip somersault type deal using yeah. Leroy trying to to jerk her from him. He didn't get it, but I was like, yeah, Damn, that that was freaking badass. Yeah, he did, he the, did the, basically an alligator move, like you know, like alligators just spin real quick to like try to get yeah. their prey like cut them off. So I yeah, death roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, it's it's crazy. Like when we when you talk about the three greats of the game, meaning CT Wes and Bananas. The reason why they're the three greats is because like they've been on this show so long and there still hasn't been like many others, maybe Jordan, but yeah, actually maybe just Jordan because all you have are, you have guys that are great drama for reality television. They're great athletes. They're great at puzzles and they're great at playing social games. And you haven't seen other people come onto the show that have been able to grasp all of those aspects. And I think that's just why, the trifecta of banana CT and West just keeps coming on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, but so pin pressed right now, like bananas is a step foot above the both, right? You, we're yeah. agreeing on that. Yeah. Yeah. I sure. think I think that CT. You know, I talked about Bo Jackson with Evelyn earlier, and kind of like I always use Bo Jackson for kind of thinking about what if potential. And CT is always going to be the, like, what if biggest potential he should have. CT should have the most finals. He should be the go to this game because his physical prime was like anything else we've, we've ever seen. He used yeah. to just smoke daily challenges and it didn't matter who was next to him. He was, like, the, he Shaq. was, that, he was the Shaq back in the day. Yeah, he was 90 Shaq. He was Orlando Magic Shaq for sure. Lakers Shaq, bro. Don't even disrespect. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he formed that. <laughs> Shit, you're right. He formed that little post spin. Oh, oh, one Shaq. Oh, one Shaq. Yeah, yeah, over. (laughs) Oh, one Shaq, definitely. But yeah, so CT and West, yeah, they're like you guys said, they're in the second tier. Like they're not going to be in the top tier. I think that that has already like that discussion has passed years ago. But yeah, they're in the second tier for sure. Um, They're probably leading the second tier. You know. So yeah, honestly, I was thinking about. Pal was saying this. That's so funny that you call him Chris. He's pal to me. <laughs> um, but as far as, you know, the challenge kind of became like the fifth best sport in the nation during the pandemic because it was the only thing going on. <laughs> um, Chris was saying, or Pal was saying that it's it's the second best, basically, which, you know, I'll go with fifth. But <laughs> Bananas is probably more recognizable than Mike Trout. 
Yeah. And like yeah. probably a lot of football players because yeah. they have well, helmets on. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the ringer the ringer did a, a tournament. They were doing tournaments during the pandemic and they did one on like on a I'm trying to think if it was reality TV figures. I think it might have been reality TV figures. Anyways, bananas and CT were in the final against each other. I think CT won, but uh that's how much that's how that's how much reach the show has. They beat out all the Kardashians like all throughout the voting on Instagram and Twitter, and it was just fucking badass. Man. It was just like they beat Snooks. They beat well, Snooky, dude. You got, bro, the, the challenge transcends generations. Yeah, all those true. other people are just like in their moment. You know, I guess Kardashians are a little bit more than in their moment because their dad's been in the spotlight for so long, but mm-hmm. like there is the the challenge is the pinnacle of reality tv fuck the bachelor yeah, <laughs> yeah you know honestly, it's funny it, i watched really the bachelor is. for the first time ever this past season because they had the black dude on there right <laughs> fucking a shit show of a of a show dude he picks the only one that has kind of a racist background i'm like god damn dude <laughs> ABC wanted diversity and then all of a sudden that came back to bite them in the ass <laughs> It, it, you know, it's a project. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking funny, man. You gotta, you guys gotta get on Rivals too. It's a great season. It's a, it's just an all time. Oh, it's happening. Yeah, uh, honestly, is that your favorite fact, season? Ri- Rivals is my favorite season. Uh, okay. Because C- since CT wasn't on a team with Wes, uh, that's like seeing CT and Wes go at it was just amazing. And then like. The, the Boston and CT being like, you know, you get your boys, I'll get my boys. We'll show up and we'll see who's going to win the pot. You know, we'll see who's going to, you know, win this and own the party. Like, oh, my God, that was just an all-time season. And then you're Kenny- like, no, I do, I do think I remember something. And then, and then you got Wes in the interview, like, laughing, like, what does he think he's doing? Like, Yeah, but Wes, but Wes also like, regretted I, I'm it. I'm totally – It's funny because Wes was doing where- that- is that the so, season where CT or West uh, provoked CT and he was just going at him for like a whole yeah. day net later? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then that's, and that's when West has another talking head where he's like, honestly, why did I do this? Like this man's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. He's like, this man is terrifying. He's a psychopath. Like, yeah. why did I poke this bear? Yeah. And what it was do? so nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> what? what in his face oh my god it was perfect oh uh, like that the best line was ct telling him like you think you're you think you're tough you think you're tough get your get your boys get my boys it reminds me when sugats goes you get mj's rings and put them in a box you get lebron's rings and put them in a box (laughs) who has more uh and it was just like that when he was just telling him like you think you're tough you think you're tough get your boys i'll get my boys we'll meet in an alley and we'll see who's tougher huh it was just perfect, man. CT just, oh my God. I'm telling you, he epitomizes what I think Boston is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> look, <CT> is <laughs> like, he is not even the Celtics, dude. It's just CT. Like, that's get that's out Mark Wahlberg. CT. <laughs> he transcends Boston for me, not Mark Wahlberg, like you said. CT, dog. It's- they had CT on the Kroll show in one of, like, one of the skits they were doing where it was like a house of gigolos competing. And then uh, they had CT essentially come on, play his own, play himself like as CT, like in the challenge, but on Gigolo House. So they kept going, this kid CT is a monster. And he's like, 
yeah, you know, they keep calling me a fucking monster. And I, I guess it's true I am. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. It was wonderful, man. Why do you sound just like him, dude? What? <laughs> and not even sound just like him. Y'all were talking about he looks like Zach when he just started waving his head and getting the hair going. That <laughs> fucker looked just like him. Like, what you gonna do about it? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. No, let's be real. Hey, let's be real. Pal would own CT, right? Right? I'm the same height. Cool. I'm the same height. I, I, I'm the same height. You know what? We giving we giving power right here with some girth, or are we giving current season power right here? No, we're giving current season power right here. Okay, and, I got current and current power. CT and current CT. Hell yeah, dude! Fuck yeah! Not got even him. thinking about it. Yeah, got him. Fuck yeah, dude! Not I'm not got saying him. CT in his prime. I'm saying CT now. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying I, right yeah. now. Yeah, I got dad bought CT. CT in his prime. I I forget. Forget about it. He's he's taking me to the cleanest. Motherfucker, you can you, you can put me against Corey in that little final that or in that little elimination that they just had that racing one where there was no physical. Put me in that and I being Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Book it. Agile. Hey, <laughs> hey, so I'm a track worst, star, baby. The worst <laughs> you've ever felt for someone is Jay, right? With last season. <laughs> As far oh, as a mismatch, man. and then you're just like, this isn't right, and it ended up yeah. not being right. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, that was that, that was yeah. pretty bad. Jay Jay has gotten a short end of the stick pretty bad on on the eliminations that he's had because he. Yeah. I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. this season, Barrett, but he went up against Leroy, and the particular elimination. Yeah, of he, yeah I yeah. saw it. The particular elimination he went up against <laughs> in Leroy. Leroy's done before. Leroy's done before and like just smoke dudes like that 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 elimination was tailor made for Leroy. Before Leroy. Like, yeah. 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 Leroy over here breaking row records and shit in that little elimination dog. They had to slow the fucking episode down to so you could actually see Leroy completing it cuz they said it was under a minute how the fuck he did that shit. So I really think he's going to win this one. I think Jay is eventually going to win a season, dude. I, you, I got win. It's the season. Are you calling Jay right here, right now, on the debut episode of? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, no, no. Jay's yeah. already out. <laughs> yeah, Jay's out, dude. All right, I guess I'm showing my cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I on it. You said breaking uh, news. What? <laughs> Barrett, everything, everything is pointing towards Leroy winning. Everything is pointing towards Leroy Except winning. the but... water, dog. I'm telling you, the water's gonna do him dirty, dude. It's always done him dirty. Any any final that Re- Leroy's competed in. He's lost significant ground whenever there's a, a swimming aspect towards it. Like oh, anytime. But hold on. Hold he, on. You know, the ice cream man's coming. Hold on. Let me close the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna go get some ice cream. That's what I was. <laughs> I was like, oh, X is going to get some ice cream right now. Nice. Uh what kind of yeah, Sunday? But, uh, Put a little banana, some chocolate sauce. How ooh. what's the Sunday looking like? A little little caramel drizzle. Ew. Ooh. You're like, no. What? Chocolate sauce. Chocolate sauce. Ooh, some chocolate fudge sauce. You ever have some of that from from Yogurt Land? (laughs) Okay. The the warm one? Fantasy Hall Brawl. Chocolate fudge sauce. uh, Chocolate fudge sauce on one side. You got caramel drizzle on the other side. They're going to meet up in the middle of that Hall Brawl. Who you got? You have to go chocolate. You have to go chocolate, but I would like Carmel to do an upset right there, dog. My first job was at Golden Spoon. 
I was giving Why out frozen. Why was that a uh, fucking sweet frog? <laughs> Hey, real ones link up with the Frozos. Right? <laughs> hey, what's the best topping and flavor? Go. Flavor. Okay, this is a tad controversial, but straight up mango froyo is the best. Yes. Okay. I thought I'm no, a- actually that's not controversial. Yeah. No, it is. So, like you said, real ones find each other, but that is a controversial take. Everybody's on Dose de Leche. Fuck that nonsense. <laughs> like, mango all the way. And because you're going fruit, like, if you got chocolate, you can get the best toppings. But the mm-hmm. best topping for mango are the little jelly balls. Nah, strawberries. Uh, no, strawberries. I, all right. I'll give some real fruit, like actual fruit. That's I'll concede to that. That's mm-hmm. good. But I like those jelly balls. he's like i'm a i'm a fan of uh and this is a recent flavor that i've i've come to love is pecan anything with like pecan flavoring like the pecan nut like i I don't know why but it's become my favorite froyo lately pecan anything doug i mean it's been good to me man oh actually no butter pecan butter pecan that's what i'm talking butter pecan is is yeah okay Okay. Yes. I'll. I. I. All right. You know what I was thinking of? Pistachio. I thought you meant. No. 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 I'm not like, pistachio. Hell guy. no, dude. Yeah. Hell no. But yeah, butter pecan. Fuck yeah. Give it to butter me. Butter pecan. Book so, it. uh, so Barrett, you the last. So you're caught up through Rivals too. How do you uh watch the show if you do ever watch the show now? Um illegally streaming hey, yeah. that's what fire stick? Yeah. y'all broken fire stick no i got a website that i'm not gonna get fucked up by saying it on this podcast yeah, that's yeah don't what... do that yeah <laughs> uh but we we decided that rivals 2 is gonna be the season we're gonna start with because of where you had left off and i was like honestly that's kind of a perfect starting point for just kind of a random rewatch, if we're gonna do some rewatches, like that'd be a, a good season to do, just because of some of the pairings. Mm-hmm. So that's something to, to look forward, you know, to if you ever want to join um, along. Is that one on Netflix? No, no, it's on a uh, Paramount Plus. <laughs> Them goddamn pluses. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you the. I'll get you the login. I'm fine. <laughs> I got it, bud. <laughs> you I, heard him earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. I, good, brother. <laughs> I'm ready to put out the login. I want people to get get on board with the with the challenge. And he's more. Kyle's gonna have his build just mysteriously go up because they heard that he's giving it out to people. <laughs> on it extra. He's like, delete, delete. <laughs> they got a contract with Zoom. <laughs> But Dude, man, that's the one with um Kenny and Wes, right? With the little um when Wes had when Kenny had to carry him, right? No, that that's Rivals One. Rivals oh, One. Okay. okay. Oh that's my god, what a carry? Yeah. <laughs> the, the the bizarre thing about Kenny and and uh, Wes being paired together on that season was that like Kenny sucked like, the whole season through mm-hmm. all the daily challenges, just really underwhelming as a competitor and it was like a storyline at one point well yeah. because then, you would expect more out of them yeah yeah you really oh, would definitely yeah and even he, west he was talked calling so, him out yeah he talked so much shit to west and and then just didn't show up at all and then come to the final and it's like a complete 180 like kenny was kind of like lebron like 
conserving himself through the regular season just for the final. And like when they got there, Wes putting the rocks in his socks was fucking stupid. Uh, mm. Cutting up, you know, his fucking legs and I then just completely gassing that. out. I, dude, I, he, I, mean, I get it. I get it. But it was just like, why the socks, dude? That's why Wes is the biggest dick of all time. <laughs> that was Roy did West right there. That was Roy did West at that time. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. But that was Kenny's last season, right? Yeah. Kenny and Evans? That's when they got canceled. They were yeah, canceled after that season, yeah. Yeah, that was the last time we saw them. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, can so I, Barry. Can I, reminisce, can I reminisce with y'all about the time? Let's hear it. Man, so uh, we were talking about this the other day, and that is oh, – oh, fuck, it's, I'm drawing a blank on which season it was. But Big Easy – Looking at his whole team, talking about, I got a 10-minute mile in me. I promise you that. I got a 10-minute mile in me. And that big fuck passes out. Like, they had to bring the oxygen and quit, right? Like, Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember watching that and, like. I feel so bad. When, yeah, man. When they finish the final and they win it and then they tell them, like, you guys didn't complete it as a team. You left Big Easy behind. I was like, oh, <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, man, that's basically died, dude. <laughs> oh, somebody they to oh, this day that stuck in my memory of what he looked like when he was on the floor, like gasping for air, dude. Like, that's why I say he and, died, dude. And that's so not fair because that boy makes a comeback and he's like looking slim for Big Easy, you know, <laughs> and like. Oh, that but that's my memory of him too. Is like oh no shirt God. on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that till you told me, and all of a sudden Dude. it popped up in my mind. <laughs> oh my God. There's some there's some like really good moments. So like I I would honestly recommend Barrett like watching some, you know, catching up because the the guy we were talking about, Nelson, and I know you've heard a lot about Nelson through what's know, the, the deal chomp- with Nelson? Yeah, what's the deal with Nelson exactly? <laughs> well, X on the on the challenge podcast that that Kravitz had, mm-hmm. they would they had a segment called "What's the Deal with Nelson," where they would kind of <laughs> review what was going on with him. Uh, and the, but the, man, no, it was so great. The imaging for it was just everybody talking shit about Nelson like throughout the season, and they would add to it as more things came up. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, it, it would be people from the season or, like, Laurel, who they'd interview, you know, like, on the side or Jordan. It was awesome, man. Like, it was so funny. When they finally had him on, it was hilarious. Like, oh, yeah, you could he tell, loved it. Did they you could tell, tell him, he wanted to stay on. Did like, they tell oh him God. about the whole – what's the deal oh, they with played it for him. Yeah, oh, yeah, they played it for him, yeah. Did not play it for him? What? <laughs> dude, he loved all it. All right, so Nelly T is such a corny ass dude, you know, like he's just corny as fuck, dude. Like, oh my god, so he, it's just he's a good soundbite because I think one of the like best ways all the time, you know, like I, 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 you know, I want Corey, I want this to be for Corey, man. And he looked like Beavis and Butthead yet last season, dog. Like he just says corny shit and it's random, but it's just him. The best thing, like to sum up Nelson on this show, is he on the first season, the very first season of the challenge that he was on, he didn't know what he had signed up for until no. they were competing in the daily challenge. Yeah. Like he had no he lied out his ass that he had seen the show. Um <laughs> and oh my god, like it was just fucking 
just oh, his he's beautiful for TV. Was, his first he, there's articles rivals three, right? Yeah, there's yeah. articles written about Nelson, like like the top ten shit that he said, that the, like the craziest things that he said on the challenge, and like multiple like websites have published like top ten things of him saying crazy stuff. Uh, <laughs> he's he's fantastic, man. From some of the seasons you've seen, what is your favorite? We'll get you out with this with this last question, uh, Barrett. Uh, what is your, your favorite season of the challenge that you ha- you have actually seen all the way through, not just a few hours of? Yeah. Um... I, I might have alluded to this before. It, it really boils down to like, when I think about the challenge, I hear in my head the really extra long ass title, real world road rules challenge, and specifically the duel. The duel, like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that the season where uh, CT and his girlfriend DM and like she yeah. was dealing with cancer and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. Bro, yeah. i cried during that season yeah that season was straight up one of the best seasons i've ever seen and i remember me and my boy ethan um watching this shit and like not wanting to look at each other because we're both crying <laughs> and we're like trying to you know sit on the opposite side yeah. of the couch watch it and we're you know we're in middle school and it's just like Oh, that is such a uh, great, great TV. In the great history. TV. Great TV, right there. Yeah, and also, um, Knight died that that same or after that season too. Like, wow. No, wait, no, Knight didn't die after the duel. He died after Exodus Two. Exodus Two. Okay, I'm thinking of Exodus Two. <laughs> My bad. No, yeah, he he still had some more time in him, but yeah, that that's yeah. the season that the, that DM and uh, CT met. And see the way CT mm-hmm. got eliminated on that season was complete bullshit. It was this elimination where they both had to like push a pole mm-hmm. and like get to a specific yeah. point to unhook a flag. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is like when you go to unhook the flag, the, your competitor, if they push the pole, like shoved it hard, like gave it a good shove, you would rip the flag out and then yeah. get disqualified. And it should have been like you reset and you go again. And CT got CT would have won the duel, not Wes, if uh, you know, if they didn't have that bogus shit. Because mm-hmm. and it's even funny. I, I recommend looking at it was CT versus Brad. Mm-hmm. And like CT's like yelling all the time, like, let's go, let's go. You know, like it was it was awesome, it was wonderful. Again, you look like CT. Like do, doing that again with the hairs with the hair going like that. <laughs> Man is CT get, right now. Challenge get into it. if you're listening to this. Please get my boy Pow on. Yeah. All right. He deserves to run TJ's final. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's in to. shape I'm for here. it too. I'll start getting my puzzle game, you know, start getting that going. Start Sudoku, some baby. Yeah, some Sudoku. You know, get the mind sharp, get the mind ready. Yeah. Put my hand in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. You got to want it. I think they yeah, do. Man, I love I love being on. Y'all are the best. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank you, Barry. We we love having you on too, man. You know, we, we were excited. We were excited to just have you on as a guest. And then when you were talking about Kravitz, it was just like the more the merrier. You know what I mean? So thank you so much. We, wait, we love talking you, the challenge. You have to give everybody your plug, man. Where can you they can find, find you? You can find me at Lauer After Hours on all your spaces. Yes. L-O-U-R After Hours. Yes, sir. There y'all go. Y'all have a good night.
You too. Thank because... you, Barrett. Appreciate it, man. Two terrific guests. Thank you so much to Charlie Kravitz and to Mr. Barrett Cuts. Uh, debut episode X. Man. <laughs> debut finally here. episode. We debut made episode. it. All my day ones out there, appreciate you. We are coming with some fire. I guarantee yes. that we are going to have a fire. Coming with the fire, going to have a lot more fun like we did today. This has been the Cutthroat Podcast with your host, Christopher Huerta and Xavier Johnson, at Huerta Waco on Twitter and at XCPJ9.